Boom! Fantasy football card quest, baby. Playoffs are around the corner. It is a great time to be a football card fan. A little bit later, I got a sneaky good play of the week. But for right now, Andy, these topics at the start of every episode have been very popular. We want you to comment down below on a very interesting question. Do you buy cards online, not on eBay, right? We all know eBay is, you know, the king of everything. But what we want to share with you is there is a new way to buy cards online, Andy. Absolutely, man. It's not just eBay, even though eBay is the largest, you know, marketplace, but there are new ways to buy singles, buy sealed wax, to get into breaks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, one of these ways is through our new partnership with the sportscardlive.com. Um, it, it is founded by Mike and Jesse from the Sports Card Nonsense, backed by the ringer. I mean, they've got an incredible vetting process. Uh, we've got our own uh, custom link where you can go sign up for free and check it out. And they'll even give you a $10 credit in your account to shop with. And you can easily hop into a live singles football card auction that they host on a daily basis and potentially get some really good deals. Um, and this is not just the only platform, but I really love what they've done with their their web app and their phone app, making it super easy and also having a really like tight vetting system over who gets in as a seller. So cut out all that riffraff. Um, and then they also have some original hobby content over there as well. So definitely uh, be sure to check that out and, and you know, like keep your eyes open to these other platforms that could potentially have some really good deals right now as we're heading into the playoffs. The market is kind of heating up for a lot of guys. Card Shop Live. So Andy, basically all they do is just, uh, we'll have a link in the description uh, below to go sign up and uh, it's it's an app right yeah man it's an app you can get it on your phone or you can access it uh, through the web um, and just make sure you you sign up through our link in the description we actually are running a giveaway as part of this carter so everybody that signs up through our link will get that ten dollar credit when they sign up but they'll also get entered into a giveaway for a 2022 donruss hobby box that i'm giving Ooh. away here on the channel in february when it's released after february 8th uh we're going to be giving that as way uh, giving that away as well to one of the the people that signed up for the sports card shop live using our link i love it so um you know it's funny i, I missed out on meeting meeting them at last year's super bowl so if i go this year i hope i get the opportunity uh, to see Gio and Jesse, that'd be cool. And I've seen them build their stuff in Nashville. It's pretty cool. I've watched, you know, quite a bit of their stuff. But what's really, really interesting is obviously in the comment section down below, let us know if you've ever had an experience with one of these online apps. And we highly recommend you go check out this new venture. Very happy uh, to to be a part of this. And you know, for me, Andy, I I I look at basically everything. I know I spend most of my time on eBay. I am going to check out, you know, Card Shop Live and also Twitter, Instagram. All those places are other places to look for cards. Uh, Mercury is where you can sometimes get some crazy deals. I'm always, uh, if I'm buying a big card, I like to go and see it in person at like card shows and all of that. Uh, I'm getting to go to Dallas, uh, the Dallas Card Show in January. Pretty excited about that. But, you know, I've... Uh, I'm really excited, you know, to to look at Card Shop Live, especially now because 
now I feel like it's it's buying season for some players that I know are are going to be great but may not actually be a part of the playoff race. So let us know down below if you buy cards somewhere else off eBay, and we highly recommend, no pressure, always spend what you can spend, Card Shop Live. Check it out. Download the app, but make sure, link below so you can support Andy and the Fantasy Football Card Quest for more opportunities such as this one. So, um, you know, last week we were talking about Christmas wax. Andy, I really do believe it. During this time of the season, there are great buying opportunities. Oh, there absolutely are. I think if, at this point, if your team is trending down and out, potentially disqualified from the playoffs altogether, then you can absolutely start looking at these guys as really good buy opportunities because we know there's going to be another window in the free agency and draft hype cycle. I look at all the players on the Houston Texans, for example. You know, I'm starting to look at players on teams uh, like the Raiders and the Broncos who are officially uh, eliminated. You know, these teams that are long, super long shots are officially eliminated, but they have good athletes. Maybe they're down and out this year and their prices are really at rock bottom, like rock bottom. Um, and so I think there's a lot of really interesting digging analysis that needs to be done around that window because, you know, you can get those cards at so low. And if you combine the fact that you can find scarce cards, so now you're adding in like that scarcity multiplier uh, and kind of double dip in there, you could potentially get a card that could net you 510x potentially in the free agency and draft hype cycle of next year. So a little bit later in play the plays of the week, I'm going to give you one player that I think is going to tank. And I would highly recommend you take a look at that player. So I got two very spicy plays of the week, but Andy, the big story here is I know you love these kind of comparisons, right? Where it is a player from the same year who plays the same position. And in this case, they play, the most coveted position in the hobby. And we all know what that is, right? Long snapper. Um, kidding. They, all, they both play quarterback. And um, they both played a primetime game at night where everybody could see it. Oh, one more thing, Andy. There is constant debate between these two players because one was drafted number five overall and the other was drafted number six overall. And there just happened to be Andy a big national debate about this player from all the talking heads. He had Mina Khan's at ESPN and Emmanuel Aiko at Fox going back and forth between Tua and Justin Herbert. And what happened on Sunday night, Andy? Well, Justin Herbert had arguably his best game in quite some time. And Tua had statistically one of the worst primetime games we've seen from a so, uh, so-called great quarterback. So, Andy, I, I know you love these kind of experiments. Whenever you look at the, uh, the football card values of these players, give us what you saw with the actual sales data. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go ahead and immediately go to their most popular cards that are sold on a monthly basis, and that is their base prism, but in a PSA 10 grade. Uh, so here we have a comparison chart between Justin Herbert in the blue line. We've got your boy Joey B in the green line, who is now on top of the 2020 class. And then we have Jalen Hurts, and we've got Tua. And what's interesting is that Tua's um, in the pink line here. He's got a base prism pop, a PSA 10 pop of 2,939. 
compared to Justin Herbert's 4,767. And you can see that Justin Herbert here has rebounded since that game, right? If you go back to December 12th and you go from December 11th at 117.50, and then on December 12th, there was a $150 transaction. Whereas the Tua flatlined from, from $92 there as he was starting to go back up, actually made it up to 120, but then they lost the 49ers. And now they lose to the Chargers on Sunday night football. His card goes from 92, 95 to today, a sale of $67.84 compared to the Herbert going up to $150. So just like that, the Herbert gets a little bit of a boost, a resurgence right above Jalen Hurts. And the two is almost falling down to where not too much more than where Jordan Love is at. So this gets into what I love about this hobby, right, is there is a huge difference between stats wins and losses with what you actually see with your eyes. Okay. If you actually watched both of these quarterbacks and you actually looked at these situations surrounding both of these quarterbacks. Okay. And you actually dug a little bit deeper. It was very clear the entire time that Justin Herbert is not only better than Tua, but way better than Tua. Right. Uh, he is closer to Burrow and Hurts than Tua is to them, in my estimation. Now, Andy, you know I've always I've always had that position. And to start the season, your DMs, my DMs were filled with people saying, I bet Carter second guesses what he had to say about Tua. But it kind of turns out here, especially these last two games, that Tua has just regressed. Now, do I think he's still decent? Yeah. But he is very limited. And while you can look at stats, while you can look at win-loss and all that stuff, one thing that I say if you're putting your money into cards of players, before you actually go spend a bunch, before everyone else says go spend it, whichever hobby influencer you may follow, actually go watch them. Like, I'm serious. Actually go watch the players. Because if you actually looked at the Miami Dolphins, you would see that Tua has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, who I think everybody would list as – Tyreek is a top five receiver and Jalen Waddle probably on the back end of the top 10. Um, it was clear. He also had a way better coach upgrade. Um, and that was what was carrying him. Now, will Tua, you know, come back to the mean here? Probably so. But Andy, sometimes you just got to use your eyes, right? Your eyes tell you that Tony Pollard is a better back than Ezekiel Elliott. Watch the games. And I guarantee you, Sometimes your eyes may deceive you, but if you actually sit and watch, you will see and come to your own conclusions who the best quarterbacks actually are. Mm, absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. And uh, it was just what, what incredible timing for Justin Herbert to get his, his two star wide receivers healthy. Right. I mean, this and, and that would that was definitely uh, it's been a key thing that he's missed i mean we could we could go back and say how good would Tua have played this year without jalen waddle and tyree kill right and probably not very good probably not very good i mean those are key components on the other end um and it's i think it's a little bit different i think joe burrow may fare the best or maybe even jalen hurts too just because of how dynamic his his playability is and how good their run game is uh without having like their star wide receiver um assets you know uh and and uh but you know 
I mean, I just watched the film, Justin Herbert, so composed, man, so good under pressure. Like those clutch moments when you have to execute uh, and thread that needle, Justin Herbert, I do think is better than Tua. All four of them, uh, you know, we're always going to compare them, especially Tua and, and Herbert from where they were in the draft and all that. But, you know, at first going into the year, right, there was, you know, uh, a, a lot of people are saying, well, Justin Herbert has by far, you know, the best team. Now it's the opposite. You know, with all their injuries, um, the Chargers right tackle, uh, Foster Serrell, who is a former five-star recruit, is not an NFL player. Um, he, he shouldn't be in the league. And he's starting right now for them. Um, and I know the uh, Burroughs offensive line has always been a thing, whatever. But, man, Herbert, out of all four of them, if you factor in coaching and everything, play calling, he's having to overcome the most, right? And that counts for something for me. So, you know, a few weeks ago I said, hey, keep an eye out for Justin Herbert. I'm telling you, if he puts together another big-time performance and the Chargers make a playoff push, watch out. One little thing, Andy, before I move on about Jalen Hurts, I think it's time to really start looking at him as the potential winner of the MVP trophy. Um, I don't think he's the most valuable player. I think that award should go to Patrick Mahomes every time he's, you know, breathing. Um, But that's not how voters vote. Voters vote for the teams oftentimes that have the best record. The Eagles right now look like they're going to have the best record. Jalen Hurts, obviously – fits a narrative of a new player, you know, MVP voters like to have a new MVP. Um, you know, this is a good opportunity for someone new to win the MVP award. So with Jalen Hurts, he's got some serious MVP vibes to him. And once again, uh, the Eagles right now are probably favorited to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. So, man, if, if you bought Jalen, you know, at the, at the bottom, you're, you're sitting pretty good right now. Yeah, man. I mean, you look at his rushing, right? He doesn't make the same type of throws like Patrick Mahomes can can make that are just so unorthodox, but it just blows your mind. Like, what what he just do, you know? But I look at Jalen Hurts, and he's just such a complete quarterback, and he's really taking that next step this year. He's virtually number one across the board amongst quarterbacks in every rushing category in terms of carries, red zone carries, uh, rushing yards, he's number three. Rushing touchdowns, though, he's first. And then I look at his passing accuracy. I'm like, holy cow, man. This guy has actually been throwing the ball deep. Number two in yards per attempt amongst quarterbacks. And then ranks number seven in deep ball completion percentage with 47.4%. And like overall QB, QBR, number four in the league. And then you add on top of that the, the narrative that the Eagles have been through this year and their record, uh, which plays a big part into like the, the judging process uh, and selecting the MVP. And so I'm just like, he's putting together a very strong, um, a very strong candidacy for MVP, whether it's him, whether it's uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow. I think these guys are kind of the, uh, the front runners right now for MVP um it's yeah i mean he's making a solid case i I do think his cards are going to start to exponentially climb in um as we get into the playoffs right they're going to have a first round buy so you have that extra week for time to just percolate and for his cards to kind of get steamed up and then if they go into that divisional round and really make a a statement win there (sighs) and progress then it's like okay now we're going to start to see a pretty sharp finger just like we saw with joe burrow last year and uh 
you know, although the only difference is that Joe Burrow was a buy at this time last year, kind of like where Justin Herbert maybe is now, although Justin Herbert came in so hyped up, it's a little bit, yeah. a little bit different. It'd be like buying into tool right now. And then the Dolphins going on this incredible playoff run and making it, you know, to the championship game, the Super Bowl. I think that's kind of where Tua's cards are at right now. Obviously, with Burrow back on back on top, and then Herbert and Hertz right there, and then Tua kind of falling down. And hey, we still may see Jordan Love play coming down the stretch here if the Packers are eliminated, and and the the Lions are making a strong case to eliminate the Packers right now. <laughs> Let's go Lions! So, um, yeah, I remember a few weeks ago. Uh, I think this guy's going to continue making uh, touchdown catches. Keep an eye out on uh, Devonta Smith. That was my play of the week uh, a few weeks ago. He had a big, big, big touchdown on fourth down this past weekend. Um, look, I you might think I'm pro LSU everything, but I, Devonta Smith from Louisiana, Heiser Trophy winner, man. What a freaking uh, stud. And he's not really done anything in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be a special NFL player. But this is a guy who's got a household-ish name from, you know, one of the more legendary college careers uh, in the history of the sport at his position. Uh, just keep, just keep an eye out for 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 old Devonta. You might you might uh, you might make some money on 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 the Slim Reaper. That's why I should start calling you, Andy. You're the, the Slim Reaper, baby. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what's interesting about Devonta is he's one of those guys who's not the focal point of his offense, but he can have these monster uh, blowout games. And we know he went to Alabama, man, former Heisman. You just mentioned all these uh, these really cool facts about his background, and I think that just adds to his fan base, his collector base. And so when he does have these monster game in the playoffs, potentially this could go a really long way. We're already seeing a ninety percent increase in his base prism PSA ten like a 42% increase in the green, you know? So there are cards out there that are appreciating uh, pretty significantly for Devonta Smith. And I would say this is amplified with the scarcity, whether it's a rookie autograph or a serial, low serial number, things like that. And then you add in the playoff. And then if he has one of these three or four touchdown games, they're, they're going his way because of what the defense is giving them. All of a sudden, you, you know, you could see a, a pretty sharp appreciation. Let's go, D. Smith. So moving along here to hobby tips of the week. Um, mine's is honestly uh, pretty simple, Andy. Uh, make sure you ship your cards correctly, right? Um, you know, I, I, I've gotten a few packages uh, lately that weren't the absolute best. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it that way. But, um, but yeah, just make sure, you know, it, like if you're sending off a slab – most people prefer those to go in boxes. I still think you could, if you wrap them up really nicely in bubble wrap, you could still put them in, you know, a, a, what a, I can't think of the name of it, a, a, an, an envelope, right? Like an actual shipping envelope. But, it, you know, if it's a big, big, big slab, just put it in a first class box um, and do the insurance and all the things. But, you know, if you're if you're just shipping like just a regular card, you know the eBay standard envelope, put in a top loader, put a team bag on it, and it should be fine. So, uh, I I I don't I know a lot of people have shipping horror stories and all that stuff, but you know uh, that card being sent to you could be that person's grail card. Um, and a lot of people saw me open this card and they knew how important it was. Uh, the the completion of my Tyron Matthew 
rainbow here. The 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 gold card was uh was shipped without anything. It was just shipped in like just uh a, a padded envelope, like a small padded envelope, no cardboard. If I'm ever selling a card over um even fifty dollars, I'm making sure that it's cardboarded up. Um with the painter shape and all of it. I was shocked. I was like, oh, thank God this card didn't get damaged. This card's the most, this is a card. This, this really was my, my, my grail card. So even though the card was, you know, like 150 or whatever, um, it's not a, a gazillion uh, dollar card, but that card was worth a gazillion dollars. You know how important that card was to me, Andy. I was like, I gotta have this one. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just always, you know, keep the person who is uh, buying the card in mind. Yeah, no doubt. And and that goes to like printing the shipping label out immediately, even if you don't ship it out. So like I sold some cards on Sunday and one of them was a Mitch Trubisky that somebody bought on an impulse as soon as he got the got the nod to go in with the for the Kenny Pickett coming out. And, you know, Trubisky goes on to throw three picks and lose the game. Uh, But, you know, I I should have printed that shipping label out immediately because I have been in the, the experience before where the person uh, said, you know, wanted to cancel the order after the game or the next day. And it was before I had already printed out the shipping label and shipped the card. So right. even if you don't ship it out immediately, cause it's a Sunday, I would say just go ahead and click that button to pay for the shipping label and get it printed out. Uh, and so it'll show up in there on their side as it's been shipped. And, and therefore, you know, you're less likely to incur and, that kind of goes into per- parlays perfectly with having that button clicked for require immediate payment. <laughs> I do. I click that button on all my listings after, you know, dealing with some shady buyers that uh, don't pay. And then you lose four or five days on the card. Well, if you have require immediate payment, it will not let them complete that transaction without securing the payment. So, Interesting. you know, yeah, I, don't know yeah. You could, I honestly didn't know you could do that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a button down at the bottom before you submit the listing that says require immediate payment. Um, and I think on the phone app, it typically defaults as on all the time. Uh, but on the web app through your computer, it doesn't. So uh, oh, I don't know okay. if that's something in the default settings. But the way I list my cards by starting my draft on the computer, because it's super mm-hmm. easy to comp and get the listing set up, and then completing the the save draft on my phone by just taking the picture and clicking submit, um, I can, you know, I can do a lot more cards in an hour, list a lot more cards that way. And also I get, then get the default of having that require immediate payment option on every time I submit a listing. There we go. Now, do you, do you have a tip of the week or are you just rolling with me? Yeah, I'm rolling with you. I piggybacked off of yours, man. Oh, I would go. say one more thing to add to that Carter is the time of the year we're in. Um, I've noticed that certain shipping labels in the States have gone up a little bit. So you may want to think about instead of like, I typically charge a flat 385 because some places closer to me in the Southeast are like 357. And then other places like California, if I'm shipping to California or Washington state, it's like 412 or 415. So sometimes I make a couple pennies. Other times I lose a couple pennies. I know people that charge also for the bubble mailers and the, you know, the cardboard, I'm like, no, nah, I recycle cardboard from the Amazon packages and I recycle a lot of the bubble mailers I get from buying cards. So I don't charge extra for shipping and handling uh, materials. But I would say be like be cognizant of, you know, the delays in the mailing system because of the holidays and the increased prices and all that kind of stuff. So just kind of be prepared for that. And 
do your best to ship out immediately and uh, provide good communication and all that kind of good stuff. There we go. Now we get to plays of the week, the juicy part of it. Um, I'm actually going to give you two. One actually came to me during the episode, but I'm going to give you the one that I think is a, a, a little tricky and a little interesting. And once again, it's going to come off as LSU bias, but you know, last week yeah, I, I've been on a little streak with this, right? So you, you, a few weeks ago, you could have got Devonta Smith for super dirt cheap. I mean, you're not going to, you know, make a million. You're not going to Scrooge McDuck into uh, a pool full of golden coins here. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like Devonta Smith is going to have a few big games because he's just a big time player. That's always been his MO. Um, Tyler Huntley was, you know, one of my favorites. And, you know, it's gone up a little, not a gazillion, but it's gone up. So. My player this week, Andy, I, I'm I'm going to go back to the SEC. And I'm going to go back to my LSU Tigers, and that is Terrace Marshall. Um, he had that. Did you see his catch this past weekend? Oh no, man, I missed it. Oh my god, it was it's crazy because he gets overshadowed by all the other LSU receivers. I know you saw Russell Gage's catch, uh, that was ridiculous, right? Uh, Terrace Marshall caught a ball between his legs, uh, quite literally caught it with his with. Uh, his thighs, if you will, versus Seattle. It was truly, truly, truly spectacular. And here's a guy who, um, you know, last year just didn't look good. He didn't look like, you know, typical terrorists. And coming into the NFL draft, he had a bunch of um, medical red flags, right, uh, for whatever reason. He wasn't hurt his final year at LSU, but he had been hurt throughout his career, right? But now he's healthy, and, you know, he had a big game versus Atlanta earlier this year. And his, his stuff is dirt cheap. You can get some of his autos for like five bucks. Okay. Oh, I don't want you to. Look at that. That was See crazy. That's that crazy. I had to show the catch. I had to show the catch for the yeah, viewers. Right. Man. I pulled it well, I, hope the, I, hope the, I hope we don't get our whole video taken down. But As long as we don't show it for longer than six seconds. We're oh, good. really? That's it? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the threshold. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's – I'm, I'm telling you, he is – a really, really good football player. Once again, it's kind of like the Devonta Smith thing. I'm not going to tell you that Terrace Marshall is going to be Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, but the Panthers are out of it, right? Um, but the NFC South, I mean, look, <laughs> if I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest right now, right? Steve Wilkes is probably... Uh, the the best coach in that division right now. I mean, Arthur Smith is getting uh, overwhelmed a little bit. He keeps getting yelled at about the Kyle Pitts thing. And Todd Bowles and Dennis Allen are objectively horrible. They they might be the two worst coaches in the entire sport right now. Um, and and Wilkes, you know, this is a guy who last year was really bad as Missouri's defensive coordinator, the College DC. He gets this job with Carolina. Now he's the interim, and these guys are playing really hard for him. Uh, you know, it's interesting when a locker room full of guys knows the story of the head coach and knows that he only got one year. And now we see what Arizona is really like with their GM and head coaching situation. He only got one year. He only got one year to prove himself with what? He didn't get to pick his quarterback, Josh Rosen or whatever. Maybe he is a good head coach. He, and, and, you know, Carolina's playing good football. Um, so, yeah, I think Terrace Marshall's going to have a few big games to close out this year, and he makes 
absolutely freaking ridiculous catches. Now, did he play with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson in college? Yes, which is why it gets kind of interesting with Terrace Marshall because, uh, you know, these cards are always kind of weird to me, Andy. The dual autograph cards or triple autograph cards, right? There is a lot of Terrace Marshall, Jamar Chase cards out there because they both came out of the same year, right? There's just a lot. Um, those are always very interesting to me, and it, it's a little bit different for LSU because those guys truly were something together, right? It wasn't like, you know, these typical dual kind of autos where the players played on the same team, but they weren't really, you know, that 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 big together. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for Terrace Marshall. Look at that card right there. Um, and one, uh, one of my good friends in the hobby, Shane, who actually uh, went to Terrace Marshall's high school, knows him, is actually the GOAT Terrace Marshall collector. He has a bunch of one-of-one uh, stuff. Uh, so keep an eye out for 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 Terrace, and uh, I, I think it's worth you know, you know snagging one of these auctions that ends at like five or ten bucks. Um, and hey, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one more here. Um, I don't know the severity. Do you know the severity of Kyler Murray's injury right now? They're they're calling it a mid was a knee injury, right? Yeah. I thought I'm it was a go. mid to high ankle sprain, but I think it may be a knee injury, and I think that it may hold him out for the remainder of the season. I'm, I'm going to pull him up here on Rotowar. I am a still a Kyler believer. I bought Kyler preseason. Obviously, I wasn't able to, you know, cash in on him. I still think he is a really, really, really good quarterback. Now, as he had the absolute worst couple of weeks here, yes, the Cardinals are losing they have a lame duck coach that they know they're going to fire they've got a weird general manager situation with steve Kahn. a lot of their dirty laundry has been out in the open because of what documentaries and other bs i i i, I still believe in kyler murray as a really really good quarterback talent he is in the nfc um look let's let me just throw this out here if Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired, that becomes an attractive head coach destination because of Kyler Murray. You know that you have a quarterback that looks pretty good. Now, I'm not saying Sean Payton's going to go to Arizona. I don't think a coach of that caliber want to deal with that mess. But I could see a, a big time coach going there, and um, and yeah, I think obviously Kyler more than likely, Andy, with your knowledge here. He's probably going to dip pretty radically over the next uh, few weeks here. I I still believe in him having – Kyler's always going to have big games, right? And there's going to be another opportunity for him to get hot in his career. He's not going anywhere. He's still very, very young in his career. So, you know, Kyler might be your your, your dip buy uh, this year, and, and you might be able to make some money. Yeah, I'd say open season on him, uh, you know, because you, you could look at his most popular graded cards, like his Prism, for example, and it's at rock bottom. When it averages at $55 for a base Prism PSA 10, has a pop of 2800 
you know, that's a, a third of what the 2020 guys are going for with a little bit more scarcity on the 2019 product. And you go back and look at the one year chart and that card, you know, clearly was up over $300. I mean, that card's like a $500 base prism PSA 10 at the beginning of the 2021 season. So to see it now at $50, I mean, it's open season. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you could find Kyler Murray rookie ticket autos for like 200 bucks here in the right. next couple of weeks. And I just read the report, so the the initial suspicion is that it's a torn ACL. So um, he's yeah, it's not confirmed, but that's what it looks like uh, based on the video from some medical experts. So, yeah, he is most likely definitely done for the year, potentially not starting at the beginning of next season if it is a torn ACL. But I love the the narrative around getting the new coach and getting some, you know, new life into that team over there in Arizona because Kyler Murray is incredibly talented. So I'm going Kyler and Harris. All right, Andy. So Yeah. So last week I was like um, uh, talking about the Seattle Seahawks and then the Panthers come into town and beat them and the Panthers are playing really good defense. They're playing solid on offense. I told everybody um, to sell Baker Mayfield after the, uh, the LA game Thursday night that worked out. Uh, uh, once again, I'm chasing dark horses to make the playoffs. So two teams I'm looking at right now are the commanders and the lions out of the NFC, just because the NFC is so wide open. In fact, the, uh, there is no team from the NFC South or the AFC South that has a positive point differential through 14 weeks. So I'm looking at teams in some of these other divisions. I'm looking at the lions in the NFC North. And I do think that the Lions, because of this consistency that they've been able to build, um, and we know they're so strong in the trenches and with the with the O line, the defense has been playing better, a middle of the pack. Uh, they got and beat the Vikings this past week. They're now have won five of their last six games. I think they could very easily get into the playoffs through a wild card spot. And I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe advance a round. Um, and so I am, I am seeing the hype already pretty high for Amon Ross St. Brown and DJ Chark got some hype out this past week. If you guys watched the outtakes, we were talking about DJ Chark quite a bit. And and then um, I, I saw Jamison Williams get a touchdown, but I haven't yeah. seen the massive price spike in his prices this week. And so I'm very interested to get my hands on some Jamison Williams card, whether it's an XRC, whether it's a certified auto, whether it's an Origins auto, like literally any – Jamison Williams card that has some decent color match, uh, some scarcity to it. And I can comp that out lower than guys like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. I feel pretty good about buying that card right now on a quick flip and being able okay. to flip that card the next few weeks. So that is my target of this week. We know he's got 4-3 speed, first-round draft capital from Alabama. So he's got that going for him. He's got a lot going for him. And now he's playing on a team that is just absolutely on an upward trajectory here heading into the playoffs. One thing about the Lions is they did play the Vikings secondary, right? And they are not great. <laughs> but I still do believe in uh, the Lions hype. I sold – one of my favorite DJ Char cards this past weekend, but you know, uh, sometimes you got to move when the when when you know everything's hot, and uh, you'll see in the outtakes um, more on um, our conversation surrounding that. Once again, card shop live. The link is down freaking below. Sign up with that link. You'll be supporting the fantasy football card quest. And once again, get in the comment section. Right now, have you ever bought cards online, not on eBay, right? 
most of my stuff is done on eBay. Can't wait to, you know, get involved a little bit more here at Card Shop Live. Um, and look, I, I look everywhere. I look at Twitter. I look at Instagram. Made a huge trade on Twitter uh, not too long ago. It was kind of a leap of leap of faith. It wasn't like a super duper, let's be honest, it wasn't like a super duper expensive card, but um card shop live check it out just get just give it a shot right if is andy wouldn't support it and 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 do this if he didn't think that the product would would be good so make sure you check it out and until next week baby that's it baby peace see you baby What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, it's kind of crazy. My dog uh, ha- has a new um, favorite thing she likes to do. Uh-oh. What's that? And uh, let me put this on here. Her favorite thing to do. All right. I'll put my good microphone on. Can you hear my good microphone? Yeah, I got your radio voice now. Uh, her favorite thing to do is to come in my room and piss all over my rug. Oh no! And she 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 got fixed the other day, and that's her favorite 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 thing to do. So um, since being fixed, or just- yeah, since being fixed, her favorite 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 thing to do is to come in here and wreck shop on and and I can't do it. Uh, I can't do anything about it. What's on your mind, man? Oh man, I just printed out one, two, three, four, five eBay shipping labels. <laughs> oh, let's go, baby. Shout out to uh the real OG DJ Chark. Uh man, I, I listed everything I had after that touchdown because you know he's put together um a few good weeks. And um I say I listed everything. You know I'm a DJ Chark uh collector. Mm-hmm. I listed two. Uh, sold a cracked ice and have another one uh, that's getting offers right now. And it's just amazing. Like what we always preach, man, if you're hot, people want your crap. I mean, it's all there is to it, man. Yeah. I mean, the lines are hot, baby. They're hot, man. I'm going to blow people away when they actually make the playoffs. Let's go, Dan. Let's go, Dan. Let's go. I mean, five of the last six. Now you got Jamison Williams out there grabbing balls. You still got Amon Ross St. Brown, Swift healthy, Chark healthy. I mean, Goff's like, I ain't nobody bridge quarterback, you know? No, Jared. So, yeah, and the funny thing is, like, I this is my favorite DJ Chark autograph. This is one of the most well-designed cards. Now, before I show you this, Andy... I know leaf is kind of a thing that people don't like. Me and you aren't leaf haters, though. I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not going to slander leaf. Who cares? They don't have licenses. So only one person could have a license. This card, though, this card is one of the most beautifully designed cards I've ever seen. Ooh. Right there. So you got the Louisiana State flag, which is very important to Louisianians. You got the on card auto, and I know it's not licensed, but uh, it's it's to me as not as perfect of a card, but this card is just so beautiful. Stand pride, yeah. And I, if um, this was a throw-in, 
on a, a deal at a at a LCS. I was just hanging out. Somebody just didn't want all their LSU autos, and um, I remember showing you this when it happened a few years ago. And I'm still making money off of just that box. He sold me a box just full of LSU autos, cleat cards, uh, like at least 20 National Treasures cards in there. And he gave it to me all for 50 bucks. And um, so sick. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 crazy. And, and and man, I I wish I if if there was an LCS near me. It is amazing how much time I would spend in there. Man, you were selling this weekend, bro. Yeah, I was selling uh, Trubisky. I actually, I have a nice chart as well. I haven't quite sold that yet, but I do expect that. I've got those prices still pretty high. Uh, yeah. but I've got a purple optic contenders rookie ticket auto that's numbered out of like 99. So I'm kind of holding on to that. It's like my one chart card that, I, that I've got. But um, these were all, let me let me see. Yeah, the Trubisky base prism. I lowered my price on this, sold it immediately as soon as he um, as soon as he came in. Like this person, this almost like a benefit to printing the label out right away, just to kind of ensure that someone doesn't ask for a refund or something. But I had this turned on for immediate payment. They paid before he threw all the interceptions in relief of Pickett on Sunday. So I sold that, and then I sold a Zach Ertz, which is interesting because he's he's injured. The Cardinals are playing terrible. And now Kyler Murray's injured. And um, I mean, I sold a Zach Ertz that was, it was a rare card, 23 out of 25, absolute spectrum with the autograph. And Zach Ertz has got some fame off the field too. So and he's got some Hall of Fame clout, I guess, maybe. He's going to have the most interesting Hall of Fame case, if if you ask me, right? Like, I think... Um, you know, part of that 2013 class it's it's kind of weird because like him and him and keenan allen are are both like i mean obviously i think keenan has made more pro bowls i think keenan's made five i believe and Ertz has probably made a few i don't know but those two like i can never say at any point in the nfl that either one of those two were a top five player at their position, but they were top yeah. 10, right? They were consistently top 10. They were cons- consistently reliable. Um, and they were, you know, very, 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 very good players. It's just, you know, are they hall of famers? You know, like I, when I hear Keenan Allen, I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's very, very, very good, but is he a hall of fame? You know, uh, I don't you, you don't think so. I know I don't know. Mm. And there are so many of those guys. Like obviously your guy Mike Evans is around, you know, that same time. Uh he's also 2013, correct? 2014. 2014 with Odell. Um there's a lot of these fringe guys that uh that that have played in that era, right? And you know what from those two draft classes i mean i have i'm just trying to do this off the top of my head i think you know obviously aaron donald is a for sure hall of famer from the 14 class i was trying to think who else obviously is Devonte adams a lock yeah at this point yeah i I'll, I'll put it this way i think what him and tyree Hill are doing 
is solidifying their Hall of Fame case, right? Both of and obviously Tyreek more than Devontae because Tyreek's having a better year, but they both go to worse quarterbacks. They both go to new situations. And obviously one team's winning and the other team's not. But, you know, I, uh, Tyreek is a mortal lock now. And I, I would say Devontae Adams is as well. Every year for the past five years, unlike Keenan Allen, you cannot list a top five wide receiver list in the NFL without both of them in it, mm-hmm. right? I just I, – I tried doing it recently, and, I, and like, you know, prime Antonio Brown was still prime Antonio Brown during their eras. That's the only guy that was better um, – for sure than those guys and maybe a few others, but, um, but, but yeah, man, I, I think, I think Tyreek and, and Devonte are locks. What, what say you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, technically according to the pro football reference hall of fame probability, um, they're not quite locks yet, but they're right there, like on the, on the fringe and they're okay. ahead of Mike Evans. But I, I have a hard time, imagining a world down the road down the stretch where they don't get in because at the same time the hall of fame inductees um are somewhat of a subjective like judging type of approach right so it's like you get nominated by your peers and then a panel of judges either lets you in or doesn't so i think that they do just because they're the best players of our our generation of the past you know 10 years or whatever i hate that i hate that this happened the um, Tyler Huntley injury. Oh yeah, man, dude, I was so, 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 so disappointed because I, I know, like, um, I, I know some people actually, you know, take our advice, right, and they actually go buy the cards. And Tyler Huntley made a lot of sense to me. Um, and you know, before the, um, before the the, the injuries. Uh, to Lamar Jackson, I said, "Hey, go scoop this guy's cards up." And I didn't know like the next week it would happen. And you know, it's rookie ticket autos. One ended at twenty five, another ended at fifty. Now they're consistently over fifty. There's a few here, seventy two. So it's not quite the increase, but I'm pretty sure if he would have kept playing, uh, even though he wasn't playing well, and if they if he would have finished out the game versus Pittsburgh, I think his values would still be, you know, going up because most people would say, look, this was his very first start taking over for Lamar going up against a division rival. It's a tough spot, you know, to, to be in. And man, I, I, that just, that disappoints me, man, that Tyler Huntley is, you you know, I've always brought him up. I think he'll play this week. I'm I'm reading the blurb right now from uh from John Harbaugh uh yesterday or Monday actually. He's it's you know, concussion protocol is one of those tricky things this year, ever since what happened to Tua, but it seems it, it seems that there's a solid chance that he could play this week. And it's against the Browns, another division opponent that has a really soft uh secondary. So I I hope so, but also, you know, with these concussion things, I'm like do you really want the Tua backlash? Yeah, I mean, do you really want that? Is it worth it? You're on, you're on a Super Bowl run, um, but I, I hope he does play personally. But I hope he's okay. That's the thing. Uh, but I've always been a Tyler Huntley fan, and from Utah, and 
I, I wish he had more autos, but that was part of the reason why I like, you know, going to get his cards because you know what to get, right? Um, 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 the Christmas. Shout out, I, mean, I, I, I want to shout out to my man Shane. Uh, show, showing me some, showing me some love, man. Look at that. Shout out to, do you know Shane Moreland? Shane Moreland. Yeah, he made a comment about the point that you made. He loved your point that you made. Um, he's a Cowboys guy. Oh, he's a Cowboys guy. Yeah, oh, or, or he was shouting out uh, the Cowboys. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, if Dak makes the Super Bowl, watch the freak out. Yeah, watch, watch the freak out. Tony Pollard's cards may get more expensive than Dak's. <laughs> Hot, that's a hot take for you. Man, he, I, it's, just, it's just so weird with the stupid freaking uh, – it's just, it's just so freaking weird with the, the Zeke thing, right? And, you know, I mm, – you have Tony Pollard, you have Zeke, and they are both obviously – very different types of players, but you know it. it, it this kind of coincides, and I hope you include what I'm about to say here. Okay. okay. Um. So you know, so you know, like I, I was always accused of being like anti Tua, right? Um. Actually, no. I'm gonna save it for the episode. I'm gonna save it for the episode. So. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. All right. Well, you let me, you let me know when you're ready to go, man. Three, two. One. Boom! Ben